peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. Even though we walk through life's most difficult valleys, we will not be immobilized by our fears because we know that God is with us. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, that single simple sentence from the center of this morning's psalm is the part of Psalm 23 to which I am most often most strongly drawn. That tender old promise that God is with us and for us to hold us and help us. The arms of God carrying us through what we did not get to go around. The Spirit of God and the people of God helping us to live with sorrows so difficult and devastating that if someone had told us ahead of time we were going to have to go through them, we would have sworn we could never make it. But we do. With the help of God and the people of God, we do go through not only the valley of the shadow of death, but also the often even more difficult valleys of the shadow of life, all of which has long been for me the most beloved part of the most beloved psalm. But across the past few months, I have found myself drawn more and more often into another corner of today's psalm, that familiar phrase from the old King James Bible, our cup runneth over. I think it started when Marcia came home from the women's retreat back in the winter where the theme had been full to the brim. What it's like to live a life that is full to the brim. An image which Whatever else the running over cup may have meant on the psalmist's lips has become for me a nearly daily, sometimes several times a day, awareness that once the cup of our life is filled full, full to the brim, to the top, with the love of God, then anything which is dropped into our lives, any moment or conversation, crisis, stranger, 
encounter or friend will cause our filled up cup to run over with kindness, gentleness, courage, justice, truth, and grace. A cup can only run over with what it is full of, right? Think of a cup of water full to the very top. Drop a pebble into that cup of water. What runs over on all sides? Water. Think of a cup of tea as full as it can be. Now, drop a cube of sugar into that cup of tea. What runs over is what is in the cup. And if our cup is full to the top with love and truth and goodness, then drop anything, any moment, friend, stranger, crisis, conversation into that cup and what will run over and spill out on all sides will be tenderness, kindness, truth, and love. All of which we must say with only the greatest of care. After all, there are some things in this world which are hurtful, harmful, oppressive, crushing, and wrong, about which the truth must be spoken. Sometimes the only way to stand up for the same people Jesus would stand up for is to stand up against the same things Jesus would stand up against. But even then, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can, as Martin Niemöller once said, let love flow out. No sarcasm. No snarkiness, no eye-rolling, no exaggerating other people's opinions in an effort to make them look foolish. None of that. Just truth and love. Love and truth. Get the cup of your life full of nothing but truth and love. Love and truth. And then, whatever gets dropped into the cup of your life, what will run out on all sides will be, as Walter Rauschenbusch once famously said, the truth dressed in nothing but love, kindness and clarity, gentleness and justice, grace and truth, our wingspan as wide 
as our moral compass is true, our moral compass is true as our wingspan is wide, our cup running over with nothing but truth and love. I am not the best example of that uh, by far, but thinking about all of that this week called to my mind a moment from nearly 30 years ago when Marcia and Joshua and Maria and I were living in Washington. I walked one day from the church to Capitol Hill. It was about a 40-minute walk, but it was a day just like today, just so beautiful that you were looking for a reason to be outside. Walked over to our nation's capital to visit uh, someone and who had had a death in their family. And as I was leaving the capital and making my way back down to walk back to the church, I came across a scene which I have described to you before many years ago. This group of people, maybe 15 or 20, they were carrying big signs on large pieces of lumber. And printed on the signs in big, uh, bold, uh, painted words was, God hates and then a very vile word for persons who are gay. And then beneath that, Leviticus 18.22. I was tempted to just keep walking. I thought I would. But then I couldn't. So I turned around and I walked back to this line of 12 or 15, 20 people, I don't know how many. And as gently as I could, I said to them once I had gained their eye contact, what you are saying is sin. You're taking the Lord's name in vain and the word of God in vain. And I am calling upon you in the name and spirit of the risen Lord to repent. That was it. I turned around. I walked on down the hill and back to the church. My last glance, they were holding their signs a little higher and chanting their slogans a little louder. But that was one of those moments when my cup happened to be full of both God's truth and God's love. And 
those signs dropped into that cup caused nothing but truth and love to spill out on all sides. Probably had a dozen similar moments since then, which is an indictment, isn't it? I should have had 112 such moments since then. You may have had many more than I have, but it's what the folks back home used to call being prayed up. When I was singing in a gospel quartet in all the Pentecostal and Nazarene churches in Bibb and Monroe County, Georgia, we were the opening act for the Lamplighters. You knew the opening act from the main act because the lamplighters had a bus and we just had look-alike suits. <laughs> but in all of those Nazarene and Pentecostal holiness churches where we would sing every Friday night, you just constantly hear people talk about being prayed up. Are you prayed up? Have you stayed prayed up this week? Prayed up. Your cup full to the very top of nothing but truth and love, love and truth, so that anything, large or small, planned or unplanned, which gets dropped into your full cup causes your cup to run over. Children of God, like a cup of water or a cup of wine, your cup can only run over with whatever it is filled with. And so we open our hearts to the Holy Spirit. And we pray to be filled with the Spirit to have the cup of our lives filled so full with nothing but God's love and God's truth that any moment or crisis, friend or stranger, situation or circumstance which gets dropped into the cup of our life will cause our cup to run over with nothing but truth and love, love and truth, running out in all directions, further and further, wider and wider, more and more, for as long as we live. Amen. As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church.